The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! I don't know, should I even attempt the Bapa Balls today? Why not? Alright. I got nothing today, guys. Thanks for coming. Good night. Sometimes those turn out to be the best shows. You never know what I'm going to say. Hell, I never know what I'm going to say. Right. Sometimes I say something and go, shit, did I just say that? Oh, la, la, la. See, I couldn't have done the ooh, la, la, like six months ago. So I know my voice is getting better. It just took took nine months. I missed the second bar. We'll go one more and then we'll start the show, I guess. You should do a cover of this. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You and all your like your little hot friends. There you go. I missed the second one again. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like you're getting worse. Listen, but I'm doing two though. I was I couldn't even do one six months ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be great. Have like you and your friends do a like a sexy version of paying attention, like a cover. That'd be great. Like a Marilyn Monroe style. That'd be awesome. All right, I guess we'll get this show on the road, shall we? Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I'm just waiting on Kevin Drew to send me the list of who donated food last night because uh-huh. I want to thank them. I know that one of the people that donated the food last night at TMF's Family Dinner for the Homeless was uh, Lawrence attorney uh, Eric Salak, who I think he's kind of mad at me. Um, but that's okay. I don't care uh, okay. because he he uh, donated some of the food last night and uh, through my we have a mutual friend Kevin Druin. Boy, what a, what a great! I don't want to go off on five minutes on on something that probably nobody else cares about, but uh, what a great addition to the Valley Patriot team and the TMF team 
when Kevin Druin showed up. We had this guy, Chris, uh, I won't say his last name. We had this guy, Chris, who was our friend for like 10 years. And he used to help us with all of this stuff. And he was like our, my third arm. Okay. Like whenever there was something that I couldn't get to, I'd call Chris and say, hey, do you think you can get over to this person? They need food tonight or they need a blanket and I can't get there. And he would just get in his car and he'd go do it. And then we had a falling out and, and he just disappeared. And it was over something really stupid too, which is ridiculous. But within like a couple of months, this, this guy that we've, I've known since, I knew him when we were kids, but I didn't really hang out with him. He hung out with like a different crowd, but like we knew yeah. each other. And he just kind of showed up one day. And at TMF and was kind of helping out. And he was really enthusiastic. If you want to see someone enthusiastic about helping people, this guy is the most enthusiastic guy I've ever seen in my life. And not only did he show up and help at TMF, he learned what we were doing with the bash. And he jumped in on my bash committee and also was helping with the Valley Patriot, like getting advertising and stuff. Like this guy is just, he's like one of these people who just jumps in and helps whenever anything is going on. And at one point I turned to, to, uh, to Nancy, one of my other, my left arm, and I said, uh, she's uh, Mike Gorman's mom who uh, helps us feed the homeless. Uh, after TMF is done, we go to all the homeless encampments. And, uh, and I turned to her at one point and I said, you know what? We found a replacement for Chris. And this guy's even better. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is like 24-7 TMF in the Valley Patriot. So uh, I want to thank Kevin Druin and, I, and, and he got Eric Salak last night to donate um, some of the food. And I understand that Francisco Polino from uh, who owns Heavenly Donuts in Lawrence also uh, donated some food last night. And Francisco Polino is the new state representative representing Lawrence. So we want to thank those guys. Uh, oh, we do have the full, the full list here. He finally did send it to me, which is great. Uh, the Clatter Pub, Heavenly Donuts, Clatter Pub, uh, 110 Grill in Haverhill, Tripoli's Italian Bakery, uh, La Escocesa Restaurant in Lawrence, all donated food to the homeless last night. I want to thank them for that. And I also want to thank Don from Don's Sign Tech, Don, D-A-W-N, the female Don, mm-hmm. um, donated 10 of these prepared heroes. They'd see how small this is? This is crazy small, right? You can fit this in your pocket. You can carry it around. When you open it up, it's a, th- it's a thermal sleeping bag. It's wow. fireproof and waterproof, and it reflects 90% of your body heat back to you. So if it's, it's two degrees outside, if it's four below zero, and this is all you have, this will keep you warm. Wow. Um, and it, and I've we, so she gave us ten. She said, "Bring it out to the homeless, um, give them the ten, and then f- go back and find out like what you know what their experience was with it. If it's something that they still have like a week and a half later, then I'll buy I'll buy more. I'll just get a case of them, and you guys can give them out to everybody." So last night, uh, well, two, three, three or four weeks ago, we went out and we gave all ten out, and then last night while we were out at all the tent cities. Um, Nancy and Kevin and I were asking people who we gave these to, hey, do you still have it and how does it work? And Kevin actually, I think, even videotaped one of the homeless people at TMF last night who said, um, he said, I put it underneath my sleeping bag. It keeps my sleeping bag dry when it's, when it's wet outside. Um, I use it to line my sleeping bag on the inside when it's not wet outside and it keeps me warm even when it's really, really cold. Uh, and we also gave one to our friend uh, Ralph last night, who said that they're awesome. So I want to thank Don from Don Sign Tech in North Andover for donating these. And the best part about these is what, one of the problems that we find with the homeless is we'll go out and we'll give them like a regular sleeping bag. And then a week later, they're asking for another one because it got wet and then it got moldy and then you can't use it anymore. Yeah. Right. So most sleeping bags are cloth. And so with these, you can wrap your sleeping bag in this. You can put you, this, you can use this to line the inside or the outside of the sleeping bag. 
and this will this helps homeless people not like get hypothermia and not get wet when they're out like in the elements trying to sleep. So I want to thank Dawn Sign to end. The, the, the best part is they can carry them around, right? So they don't have to leave their sleeping bag and hope that it doesn't rain. They can actually put it in this tiny little bag, stick it in their pocket, and, uh, and then carry it around with them. So I want to thank Dawn's Sign Tech for that. Uh, let's see what else do we have here today. Uh, we have a bash update. So I don't have it in front of me. Let me just pull it up so I have it. I can't see what you see, you guys see on the screen. And I still haven't even shared the show yet. Can you believe that? I don't know. I don't do that. All right. Said, do, you wanna, do you want me to thank our sponsors today? Yeah, why don't you, you thank the, the sponsors and I'll, and I'll share the show. Yeah, while let's you're doing do that. And then we'll do the bash update. All right. All right so for today, we want to thank our sponsors that are McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Love them. Your hometown real estate experts. Mm-hmm. We also have Marsan and Sun Construction. Right. EIS. Investigation and gun training for all your latest. Stay up to date and uh, get your, uh, what is it, certification, if you will? Is that the right Yeah, thing? get your, uh, before you can get a gun and go and go and apply for your gun permit, you have to take a class. Ah. You have to be certified in Massachusetts. So they'll certify you, give you your diploma, so to speak. Yep. And then you can go to your local police department and you can apply for your gun permit and you should be all set unless you've got like a criminal background or something. All right. And we also have, of course, home of the Valley Patriot, Hot Sausage, Borelli's Deli. Mm, Borelli's mm. Deli. Not just the Hot Sausage. Everything down there is great. Mm-hmm. We, both, we both eat down there frequently. We have here in Salem, New Hampshire, we have Tomo and Shaken Seafood. You want some of the best seafood in town? It, it, they are definitely the best. Tomo specifically is the best seafood mm-hmm. I've had since I've been here. And they got to try the kamikaze roll. That's- I still, well, that's, so if you want sushi, try the kamikaze roll. If, you want the, if you're doing the... Um, Hibachi, the yeah. it's the Emperor's. With Emperor's Deluxe. Giant oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I guess I know where I'm going after the show yeah, now. I'm hungry now. I may miss Borelli's because they close yeah. at four. AFC Urgent Care Methuen and North Andover. So I got a quick story Lisa about that while you, while you bring up Lisa yes. Williams. So it, one, of, one of the favorite things that, that I get to do in my job, one of, the, one of the parts of my job that I love the most is marrying people who don't know each other, like putting people together to do business. Okay. So we've got Dr. Gassibi was my doctor for a long time and he left when Obamacare kicked in. They took over his practice. A lot of doctors did this. They just totally left the field. Huh. He didn't just leave his practice when Obamacare hit. He left like doctoring. He just, he quit completely. And Lisa at AFC Urgent Care is looking for doctors. And she called me this morning and she said, hey, I'm reading the Valley Patriot. Do you know this Dr. Gassibi guy? He sounds pretty good. And I go, yeah, I know him really well. She's like, do you think maybe you could set me up with him? I would love to have a guy like that working for me. So next week, we're all going to sit down and have, have lunch. And I'm just going to sit back and let Lisa make our pitch and see if the two of them, see if maybe he want, might want to go back into doctoring, you know, whatever they call that. Um, and help out Lisa with AFC Urgent Care because she needs oh. people she can trust. Yes. And you, she could definitely trust Dr. Gassibi. He's the right. best. I mean, the guy's got integrity. So, awesome. um, sorry. Have, that's okay. <laughs> Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Our friend Dave Id Consoli. He's going to love that I'm now doing that. <laughs> Over at Pleasant Valley Landscaping. Uh, he's still looking for help. Uh, so get in contact with him if you're, if you're looking for work. He would uh, love to have you on board. He's a great boss. He's, he is Fair and he pays well and he's just a damn good. Guy. He is a damn good guy. Yeah. He really, really. And is. he doesn't. I talked to a couple of his workers, people I've run into that say, "Hey, I saw my boss on your show," and I'm like, "Just between us, I swear I won't tell anybody you know, that you told me." What's he really like to work for? And they were like, "He doesn't micromanage us. He tells us to do something and then he leaves and lets us do our work." Yeah. 
And if there's something wrong when he comes back, he just tells us to fix it. He doesn't yell at us, oh, wow, you did this wrong. He's like, no, he just comes back and says, oh, you forgot this. And then we just go do it and we move on to the next yeah. project. So uh, he's a good guy to work for from what I hear. Uh, our last sponsor on the list is W3 on website development. They do all Tom's uh, web development. So yeah. shout out to them. Also, a free shout out, of course, to JG's ice cream. Love G- this is the best time to get ice cream when it's cold out. It makes me, I still do it, but I have to like, I'll go home and I wrap myself in a blanket <laughs> and then eat my ice cream. Otherwise, I'm just I'm freezing for the rest of the night. But JG's are fantastic. Those fraps, oh my God, I'm a vanilla malt girl all yep. day long. You can't get them everywhere here. Mm-hmm. You can at JG's. Yep. And of course, Clear Path for Veterans New. England with other guys down there doing a lot of help, a lot of good work for the uh, for your veterans. Yeah, for and homeless that, veterans. That's it for us. And you know what they're doing this year at the Bash? Um, I, 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 I probably shouldn't announce it yet because I wasn't told that I could, but I wasn't told that I couldn't, so I'm just going to talk about it <laughs> real quick. Uh, so Randy Carter and Jason Gilbert at the at Clear Path of Veterans New England, they help homeless veterans. They also help veterans get um, benefits and um, canines if they need a service dog. And he called me about a week ago and said, do you have room for one more scholarship Ooh. at the bash? And I said, well, I don't have room for one. I don't have room for a separate scholarship because we're, we're already at two hours. Our program is right. like a two-hour program. So it's hard to add stuff in. If we add something in, we got to pull something else out. Else, you know, we, we want to go all night. Um, I said, but, but what, what, are you, what are you thinking? I don't want to say no. So what are you thinking? He said, well... John Ratke used to love to come to this bash. He, he was the guy that started um, Veterans Northeast Outreach in Haver, which has since just gone completely downhill. Oh. Um, and he, John passed away a few years ago. He was one, he, I'm not going to say he was my best friend. He wasn't, but he was one of my best friends. Um, he was a great guy. He came to every bash. He helped us with a lot of stuff with veterans. Um, and Randy was also a good friend of his, as Jason was too. And they and so Randy called me and he said the the what they want to do is they want to do a John Radka scholarship at the oh, bash. Wow. Now we've already named our veteran awards that we give out every year the John Radka Veteran Award for people who go off to serve their country and then when they come back continue to serve their country by serving their community. And um, and so he, he said, you want to do a, a John Radka scholarship? How do I say no to that? I can't say no to that. Right. So I said, well, wait a minute, we're, giving, we're already giving a scholarship to a kid at Lawrence High School who's in junior ROTC, who's going into the military. Maybe we can add your scholarship to that person's total. We'll list it separately, but it won't take any extra time out of the program because we'll just call you guys up while we're doing the Lawrence High Scholarship Perfect. for the ROTC kid, and we'll just give them an extra scholarship. We won't tell them it's coming, right? So what we're posting online for our totals, which we'll get to in a second for the bash, um, what we're posting for totals, the Lawrence High total is going to be a little higher when we get in the room because there's going to be another scholarship added to that, and that won't take any time out of the program. So I know they're working feverishly to uh, try and get some money together and uh, help the junior ROTC kid with a John Radka scholarship, which we will do every year if they do it this year, and he says they're going to. I take him at his word. So I want to thank Randy and Jason and everybody at uh, ClearPath for a, for always coming to our bash, which is great. Um, veterans are free, by the way, to our bash. So veterans are free, and we also give them free raffle tickets. So if you're a veteran or you're uh, active duty military and you want to come to our Valley Patriot 19th anniversary bash, it's March 31st at the Relief Inn in Lawrence. 
um, and it will be free for you if you are a veteran or uh, active duty military. We appreciate that. So, awesome. was there any other uh, sponsor stuff that That's I know it. I kept no. interrupting? We're, you, so. No, we're all done. All right. Well, thanks. Up for, half the show doing that. Thanks for coming, kids. All right. No, well, before let's we get to the back. Oh, wait, wait, so let's do an update. On the bash, let me pull that back up. I know I had it in front of me, and of course, <laughs> while we were talking. Um, so here's our, here's our totals as of right now. So we've been doing this now two weeks. Two weeks ago, yesterday, we started raising money. We started making phone calls. And here's our the Dan Cody Memorial Scholarship. This goes to a student that went to the Thompson School in Thompson Grammar School. I think I said middle school last week, but it's the grammar school. It's where my kids went. Um, this goes to a, a kid that went to the Thompson Middle School, so it doesn't matter what high school you went to. And this is in honor of Dan Cody, who worked for Cody's Towing, who was killed a few years ago on the highway. Um, this scholarship's already up to two. Is this the highest one? Almost the highest one. $2,035 in two weeks, which is pretty damn good, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't have last year's total, but next year I'll do like a last year's total comparison to show right. you where we are. The Lawrence High Junior ROTC is only at $300. So if you're a Lawrence High alum... If you went to Lawrence High School, if you're a teacher at Lawrence High School, uh, this is 100% of what you give is going to go directly to the kid. So um, you, can, you can mail me a check. You can use Venmo. From now on, I'll give you the Venmo stuff that you can run across the bottom of the screen from now until the, nice. until the bash. Now, it's funny how I think about all the show stuff while I'm doing the show, but I never think about it beforehand. Uh, but I promise I'll give you that, that, that next week. And by the way, if you're a teacher, you're an administrator at Lawrence High School, and you're constantly bashing me on Facebook, you're constantly bashing me to your friends because I'm hostile to public school teachers, and I am. Um, not going to hide that. Um, you should be done it. I don't know where, where are the administrators that say they care about the children? Where are the teachers that say they care about the children? Every year we do this scholarship, every year, for a kid that's in junior ROTC who's graduating from Lawrence High School, who's going into the military, and every year I take uh, the notices and I put them on all the alumni pages. So I go to the Greater Lawrence Tech alumni page and put the information for the Greater Lawrence Tech kid that's getting a scholarship and say, hey, if you're an alum, please give. And vote kids generally do. Um, in fact, not only do vote kids, some of the kids that are at the high school have actually given to that scholarship, but some of the teachers have kicked in and said, yeah, I want to get you like 10 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is. And all of those little drops in the bucket fill the bucket. We never get that from Lawrence. We, ne- we get it from Haverhill. We get it from the, the Vogue. We get it from all the other schools. We never get it from Lawrence. So if you're a Lawrence teacher, if you're a Lawrence administrator and you like to bash me because I'm hostile to public school teachers, and that's fine if you want to do that, but put your money where your mouth is. You say you care about children and that I'm a bad guy because I chastise you guys for doing a horrible job educating our kids. Put your money where your mouth is. Prove me wrong. But pony up 50 bucks, 20 bucks. If 50 of you do that, this scholarship goes from 300 to 3,000 overnight. So, um, so that's my, my challenge to the uh, Lawrence teachers and administrators. Haverhill High, this is the Michelle DeLuca Benedetti Scholarship. Um, I think somebody else, uh, somebody else also contributes to this every year, but that'll come to me as we're going. This is at $1,400. This goes to um, a kid that is graduating from Haverhill High School going into public safety or social work because Michelle DeLuca Benedetti was uh, – was a, uh, a social worker. She counseled people who had addiction problems, and she has since passed away. And her brother set up this scholarship three or four years ago. Um, so that's at $1,400. The Greater Lawrence Tech Scholarship, I, 
Half of the money in this scholarship, it's $1,050 right now. Half the money in this scholarship is coming from the kids at the Vogue. And I haven't even announced who's winning yet. So last year when we announced the, the, the twins that got this award, all of their friends at the Vogue were kicking in 5 and $10 and bumped this up significantly because a lot of kids at the Vogue. Uh, and it bumped it up significantly. Um, so we're hoping that they're going to do that again this year. We haven't even picked the kid yet. We're at $1,000. So n- normally this these scholarships climb fast once we pick the kid and put the kid's picture on Facebook and say, this is the kid that you're donating to. That generates a lot more because you can actually see a physical kid and you know who you're giving it to. Uh, and this year we haven't done that yet, but we're still already up to 1000 All right. Whittier Tech Scholarship is at $975. And I want to thank Ms. Parsons, whose daughter got this scholarship last year, and she donated this year. And she, she sent a, 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 scholarship, uh, a donation and said, I'm sorry, I can't give more. And I'm like, listen, you got the schol- you kid got the scholarship last year. A lot of times, kids show up at the bash, get their scholarship. We never hear from them or their parents ever again. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate that. The Methuen High Studio 21 Podcast Cafe Scholarship is at $2,100. And that was all donated by our good buddy, Dave Garafalo, here at Studio 21 Podcast yes, Cafe. So uh, let's, let's do a little challenge on this one. Uh, DJ Beauregard and Una Ziegler and Joel Ferretra and all the people who are on the Methuen City Council. Uh, you know, if every one of them kicked in a hundred bucks, there's nine of them. That's nine hundred bucks, right? And then you've got people on the school committee. You've got Mayor Perry. You've got um, you've got uh, other people involved in Methuen. Um, the Methuen schools would be great to see them all pony up something. And every, by the way, every dollar that you give. If somebody donates a dollar today, here's how it works. Somebody donates today, they go to Venmo, they send me a dollar, or they send me a check for a dollar. I go on Facebook, I thank them by name, and I put the amount that they donated, and then I give us give everybody the total of what that scholarship is once that donation's registered. And that way, it's 100% transparent. Everybody who gives sees that their money went into the total, and then at the end, when we give a check to the kid, if they're in the room, we'll call them up and get them in the picture. And they can see that the money's going directly to the kid. We don't take a penny off of this. In fact, these scholarships cost me money because when you send Venmo, PayPal, Square, or Cash App, those those apps take a portion of what you of what you give. It's like three percent or five percent, depends on what it is that you're using. Uh, so we kick in the difference. So on every scholarship that comes in through Venmo, PayPal, whatever. If you if you give a uh, hundred dollars, they're taking three to three to five dollars out of that. So we don't get the full hundred, but the kid still gets the full hundred because we kick in the difference. Uh, and what else do we have? And the special needs scholarship, which we started last year for Brenda Rossi's daughter. Um, and this is the uh, one, two. Th- this is our second year doing this, and this is um, this was named for uh, Phil Glendie, who was a teacher at Lawrence High School, who ran the Special Olympics every year. And about a month before he died, I went to the Special Olympics. He, he called me out of the blue and said, I know it's early, Tom. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I know you're just usually going to bed around that time. But if you could find a way to come down and take some pictures and some video of the Special Olympics at the Lawrence Veterans Memorial Stadium, I, I would really appreciate it. And it, it was so hard to say no to Phil Glendie. So I just ended up not going to bed that night. Went down to the stadium. I was there for the entire thing. Talked to parents. Talked to some of the kids. It was a great day. It was one of my favorite days. I mean, I had such a great day. And it gave me a lot of hope for humanity to see. Um, 
how people were helping these special needs kids, uh, some of them who could barely talk, some of them who could barely stand, but they all competed. And then he passed away about a month or a month and a half later. And then we had our bash about a month after that. And that's when we got the idea. His wife and he came to our bash every year. So let's, let's name this scholarship after him because he cared so much about special needs kids. So the Phil Glendie Special Needs Scholarship is at 1175 for a total for two weeks $9,010. We've almost raised ten grand in two weeks. Last year we raised, I think we were at uh, 42, 30, we were 33000 for scholarships last year, 42000 total for the entire night. So um, I want to thank everybody who donated. Uh, some of our big donors have not come in yet. Usually they kind of come in at the end. Usually we have uh, Lisa Williams will kick in, and um, our best donor every year by far is... Um, Mike Gagliotti from Laborers Union Local 175. He usually gives us $1,000 for our Vogue scholarship and $1,000 for the Whittier Tech scholarship. So um, let's do a, a challenge to all the unions out there. So I, you know that I'm kind of anti-union. I kind of rail on unions a lot. However, uh, these, are, these are two kids, the kids who get these scholarships, who are going into the trades. And this actually helps you guys. If you're, if you're the president of a trade union – you should be kicking in for this scholarship because the kids that get these scholarships are going into your trades. And um, I think last year, the kid that got the Witty, I think it was the Witty or the Vogue scholarship, uh, Lisa Williams from AFC Urgent Care offered them a, a free internship when they, when they get to like their junior year and they have to do like work study credit and get, do internship stuff. Um, so um, you never know. You never know. So uh, that's our bash update. I want to thank everybody. Uh, for who has donated so far, we'd love to. We'd love to beat last year. I don't know that we can, quite frankly. The, from the numbers we're looking at, it looks like we're going to beat next year's total, but you just never know what's going to happen. So, um, so we're at nine thousand. I'd love to get that to ten thousand before the end of the week, because that gets us a quarter of the way to our goal. We've got about a month and a half. What's today? The twenty twenty sixth, twenty sixth, and we're at March thirty first. We've got two months to get this up. So I think we can. I think we can probably get it close, but I've got a bet with my friend Kevin Duran, who um, who who bet me that we're gonna we're gonna beat last year's total for the scholarships. So we've got a, we've got a little bet going on. It's a hundred dollars versus uh, versus a dinner. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. So I guess that's it. Do we have anything else? We we, we have anything we want to talk? I mean, the top story of the day. We get into that at all? Oh uh, yeah, I guess we could. I I don't know. Why? In, in, well, in Haverhill, they just hired a, um, a new city clerk in Haverhill, Caitlin Wright. So we want to welcome her and uh, see if we can't get her on the show. So hopefully we'll get that. All right. So I think we got through everything that we needed to before we get into the heavy topic. So we got a, an update on the police chief in Lawrence. I love how the Eagle Tribune steals my stories. I debated about whether or not I was going to start with that, but I am. Um, so yesterday we... Uh, Learned that the mayor of Lawrence put the police chief on leave. It's paid leave because you can't you can't punish somebody unless they've been found to have done something wrong, and there's still an ongoing investigation. So they put him on leave with pay, and um, the mayor sent out a press release saying basically that they put the police chief on leave with pay, but didn't say why. So I went to the Eagle Tribune website, and they already had the story, which really frosted my ass because not for anything, but the Eagle Tribune was endorsing Kendris Vasquez while we were supporting. Brian DePena, we kind of thought maybe we'd get a heads up on that, but we didn't. So once I saw the Tribune had the story, I said, well, 
they've got the story, so I need to, if I'm going to write a story, I've got to have something different than what they have, so I started making phone calls. Nobody in the mayor's office would talk to me about it. I was really pissed, and I, I laid into them, too. And they were like, nope, 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 we can't, because what if there's a lawsuit? We don't want to, you know, we don't want to be seen to putting our finger on the scale, blah, 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 all the excuses in the world. Fine. I said, fine, I'll just, I'll, I'll go old school on these guys, and I'll just go behind their back. So I started making phone calls to some of my people that might be close to this. And what we learned yesterday is that the reason that the chief, the chief was initially not put on leave, but the reason why he's now being put on leave is because um, of an accusation that the chief was intimidating officers that were cooperating with the investigation. So once I learned that, I wrote my story. I posted online yesterday that the chief was being put on leave for intimidating officers cooperating with the investigation. Today, the Eagle Tribune has the story that the chief is being put on leave, and they added because he was intimidating officers, but they don't say in the story where they got that little piece of information. The only place they could have gotten that information was the Valley Patriot story. There's no other place they could have gotten it. It wasn't in the letter that went out, and... Trust me when I tell you, Brian DePena is not going to tell me off the record. He sure as hell isn't telling Jill Hamazinski at the Tribune off the record. You, you, you guys know, remember Jill Hamazinski, right? You guys remember her? She's the one that was at the Boston Marathon bombing and then wrote a story the following week or a couple days later about what a hero she was for running away while the bombs were going off, while other people were running to help victims. Other people are running to help the victims, but her big trauma was she ran away when she heard the explosion because she was near the finish line. Yeah, that's Jill Hemazinski. She's the one that got the story yesterday before we did, but she didn't have that piece. She didn't have the piece about the intimidation. Now, I'm not saying, and I want to, because I have to walk a fine line here. I'm not saying the chief intimidated somebody. I'm saying that's the reason he was put on leave because there was the accusation that he was intimidating somebody. I have spoken to a lot of cops, though. And even the ones that like the chief have admitted privately that, yeah, he's heavy-handed, that that's not beyond his capabilities. Quite frankly, I never thought it was – I never thought he was somebody who could do something like that. I, 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 I've known the guy since seventh grade, but I don't really know him. As I've said on previous shows, I, I, I know him, but I, we've never, like, been to each other's house, right? We've, we're not friends' friends, and I've – I've said throughout the years, yeah, Roy's a friend of mine, but I was saying friend loosely. You know, like people that you see all the time, you say, yeah, he's my friend. Um, but he's not like a friend like Kevin Druin's my friend or like Nancy's my friend. He's, he's, he's somebody that I've just known for a long time. And uh, not done me a whole lot of favors either, by the way. So it's not like I'm not covering for him. Um, but I'm also not kicking the shit out of him either because an accusation is an accusation. And I'm treating this the way, I'm, the way I treated the Joe Solomon situation. They're exactly the same. The accusations are different, but the process is exactly the same. It's the same company coming in to do the investigation, and it's the same process. When Joe Solomon um, was under investigation, when he was put under investigation, he was immediately relieved from duty and put on leave with pay. The mayor didn't do that in Lawrence, and mostly because the mayor doesn't want to fire anybody. He's kind of like the Latino Mike Sullivan. He's the nicest guy you're ever going to want to meet. And he, and he genuinely doesn't want to fire anybody. And I'll give you another example. There's a guy in his office that is so disloyal to him, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what that guy does. And I've been watching quietly, and I haven't said anything about it publicly yet. 
and I'm, I'm still waiting for them to get their act together up there. But I said to the mayor one day, listen, you know this guy has been betraying you. Like every, cha- every time you walk out the door, this guy's, is, this guy's trying to hurt you, sabotaging you. Yeah, but you know what, Tom? Guy's got a mortgage. He's got kids. And, and Brian, he, he really is like the Latino Mike Sullivan. He doesn't want to fight. He feels for people. He's genuinely empathetic for people's personal situations. And he, he, he's not a cold-blooded, cold... He's no Neil Perry, is what I'm saying. He's not a cold-hearted politician who thinks nothing of the people he's hurting when he just decides to fire somebody off the top of his hat. So he's... he's I know for sure, because we've had numerous conversations about this, that he is going to give the police chief in Lawrence every opportunity to save his job and to defend himself and to give his side of the story. And that, by the way, that's the reason he didn't put him on leave to begin with. He didn't want anyone to think that the, that the chief had done something wrong because it's just an investigation. However, now that complaints have surfaced of allegations of intimidating the officers who are cooperating with this investigation, he kind of had no choice. Because if there's a lawsuit later on, he's going to be asked, why didn't you put the guy on leave if he's so bad, right? If he has to fire him, he can't be, he can't be under the gun and then having the city pay a million-dollar lawsuit over something that was just procedural. We don't know the particulars. I, I got to be really careful. We, we know some of the particulars. We don't know all the particulars of what's being alleged. Um, but we do have some information that um, some of the officers making these allegations are people that the chief has disciplined in the past. And he is claiming and has and claimed, before he stopped talking to me, um, when this whole thing first started, that this was just a vendetta by guys who just don't like him. I don't know. I'm going to leave that for you guys to decide because I don't know. I, I, I'm not there every day. And so while part of me believes that some of this is probably true, the other part of me doesn't want to believe any of it is true. That's what investigations are for. And so Al Donovan ha- is continuing to do his investigation. I understand there's another investigation that's going to happen. Not criminal. Uh, and by the way, I want to say this is not a criminal situation. At least it's not right now. Who knows where it's going to go? But as of right now, it's, it's all administrative. It's all about, you know, did somebody get too much overtime? Are certain officers um, getting side jobs because they're friends with the chief while other guys that are whistleblowers don't get those side jobs? It's that kind of stuff. Um, I know there's an evidence situation um, that they're looking into. And again, but that could be anything, right? Because there's an evidence room when cops lock someone up. They bag stuff into evidence. They sign it, whatever it goes into the evidence room. Lots of people have access to that evidence room. So is the chief responsible if something happened in the evidence room? Technically, he is. But was he the guy that did it? I, I, I think you'd need to have video for something like that. So let's see what's going on in Lawrence. I, I know that, at least from what we know, he's been a good chief overall. He's been a good chief. He has brought crime down, at least if you believe the crime numbers that the chief has been putting out for the last few years, and at least so far I do, um, unless you know someone wants to prove that wrong. Um, as far as we've seen... And again, since they've encrypted the scanner, we don't know. I can't. It wouldn't it be great for me to be able to come in here? But I, I wish I could go back in time and, and, and slap Roy in the back of the head and say, "If you only knew what was coming, you'd, you'd listen to me." If they hadn't encrypted the scanner, I would be coming in here and I would be telling you, like I did with Joe Solomon, I'm on the streets every day. I go to the shootings, I go to the fires, I go to all the stuff that's going on crime-wise in Lawrence, and I could tell you the chief's right crime is down. We used to go to five shootings a week, now we're going to two. 
it would be great for me to be able to say that. But now we kind of have to take the chief at his word while he's under investigation, while this stuff is going on. We kind of have to take the chief at his word that the crime numbers he's given us over the last three years are real. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. As, as far as we know, until we see differently, violent crime has significantly gone down in Lawrence. And I think with one exception, I think, I think there was like one more murder than the year before. I don't have them in front of me. But rape is down. Domestic violence is down. Going back uh, since before COVID. While everyone else during COVID had domestic numbers going up, including in small towns like Andover and North Andover, Lawrence was going down. And um, you can't take that away from the chief unless you can prove that he fudged the numbers, but you'd have to prove that before, I, before I'd be willing to uh, say anything publicly about it. So he, he has done a decent job. Uh, I don't like that he has encrypted the scanner. It's made it harder for me to defend him. It's also made it harder for other people to defend him. Um, it's also been a lack of transparency. And I think that was probably the beginning of the downfall because before something would happen, an allegation would be made, but the entire public heard it over the scanner. And so it ends up going nowhere. But without that, people can claim whatever they want on the inside of the police department. They can they can do whatever they want and nobody knows one way or the other. So... Um, is that really true? It's a minute before the end of the show, really. We, we, just, we, we burnt a whole show just on this. This is great. So um, if you have information about any of the investigation stuff going on in Lawrence, uh, off the record, you want to get me some information about what's happening, I would love to break the story. Uh, we broke the story yesterday, and then the Tribune today stole our story. Because, you know, plagiarism is their thing up there at the, up there at the Eagle Tribune. Um, and by the way, it shouldn't surprise me that they did this. Because they've been doing this for years. Back in like 2009, they actually stole a photo out of our newspaper. And put it on the front page as if it was their photo. And, uh, and I would have sued them at the time had we, had we known what an egregious thing that was. Because we were just starting the paper. So, like, we didn't realize how bad it was that they were, that they were stealing from us. Um, if they do that again, though, there's going to be a problem. And and I I am in constant contact with my attorney too, so I'm going to mention this one to him and see if maybe uh, maybe we can get something for uh, for them stealing our info. But it would just be great if they just said, hey, and according to the Valley Patriot, he's out on intimidation. That's the reason why. But they can't ever do that. So when the Eagle Tribune does something good, we actually post it and say, hey, the Tribune finally did something good. Uh, we don't get that same courtesy on the other end. All right. I guess if if you want to run Mel and then you want to also give us the sponsors so we can hear your sexy podcast voice, that'd be great. Oh, I'm going to do them again? Yeah, you want to? That's for sure. You still have to awesome. do the tagline at the end, though, okay? All right. Okay. Deal. Deal. Yeah. All right. Let's hit our sponsors again for today. We would like to thank McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Yay. Again, your hometown real estate experts. And Matt McLennan is, again... What a great guy. Yeah. Like, we, all the sponsors here, they're just good people. We've met most And we have, to, we have room for one more sponsor if someone wants to sponsor the oh, show. Okay. Uh, we have Ronnie Marson and Son Construction, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, Home of the Valley Patriot Hot Sausage, Tomo and Shaken Seafood. What are we going for? The Emperor. Emperor's Deluxe. And the, uh, what's the role? Uh, the, the Kamikaze role. Kamikaze role. Oh, there God. you go. Great recommendations. Yeah, it is. AFC Urgent Care, Methuen and North Andover, our good friend Lisa Williams, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, David Consoli, you know we love you, W3 On Website Development, and of course our free shout-outs to JG's Ice Cream and Clear Path for Veterans New England. What's he saying? Tom? It sounds like Melvin Tail <gasps> says we got to go home. No way. So go home already.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.